Hello and welcome to Stump Death and Taxes. And today I'm actually not talking about either death or taxes, I hope. I'm actually talking about sumo because the sumo tournament is coming up for Mother's Day. Yay! Happy Mother's Day to me. And part of this is because NHK World is making available a program called The Giant Killers, which is going to be available on demand through their website that you can watch streaming and I guess through their Roku channel and that kind of thing through the end of May. And it's looking at smaller wrestlers at the highest levels of sumo and how do they compete? Obviously, most sumo wrestlers have some kind of immense size. Most of them we know are massive. Now, most of them are not that stereotypical fat bastard <laughs> immense size. Most of them are very tall. Most of them are over six feet tall um, or close to six foot tall and taller. And of course, most of them are very heavy. This is wrestling after all. And there are no size classes, no weight classes in sumo wrestling. It's just a ladder system. Each time uh, in the top tournament in Makuchi, there are 15 days of matches and you're trying to get Kachikoshi, uh, which is um, getting eight wins out of the 15 days. And that's a winning record. If you get that, then you should go up in the ranks. It kind of depends on where you are in the ranking. If you're at Ozeki, you're, you can't really go higher than Ozeki. That's as high as it gets other than Yokozuna. And few people make it to Yokozuna. And Ozeki is, it's hard to stay at the Ozeki position anyway, because you're going to be put up against the top wrestlers in in the top division if you're at Ozeki. And it's really tough to stay there. Um, they're expecting you not only to have a winning record, but to hit like 10 wins or more. Um, so a lot of those guys who make it to Ozeki don't stay at Ozeki. They often fall down. So there's a lot of up and down movement in what's called the Banzuke, the um, ladder positions here. In any case, some very small men make it up to the top ranks. And there's, and I'll just talk about the top two. So there's Makuchi, which is the very makuchi sorry the very top and that's you know yokozuna ozeki sekiwaki um komasubi and all the maigashira ranks is one through 16 or 17 uh, maybe yeah i think it only goes up to 17 um but sometimes i've only i've seen it cut off at 16. in any case um you have those are the ones i usually watch as makuchi that's the very very top but jurio which is the next group down um so they have their own tournament going on at the same time and sometimes a few guys come up from jurio to replace uh wrestlers who have dropped out during the tournament because they need to um you know make a match so someone has somebody to fight against uh, at the top level. So some of those Jurio guys, some of the top Jurio guys will come up for a few matches uh, to fight. Um, so Jurio is often 
very worthwhile watching as well. Um, you'll see guys on their way up and guys on their way down in Juryev. Um, so they had three wrestlers on who are active, who are short. And of course, one of the smallest ones who's a fan favorite is Inho, who did manage to make it up to Makuchi. Now, Inho is a little bigger than me. And when I mean a little bigger, I mean, he's just a little taller and he's just a little fatter than I am. I mean, and I don't mean fat. He's obviously, he's muscular. So he is about five foot six inches tall. I'm about five, five myself, and he's about 220 pounds and I'm about 200 pounds myself. So I'm, you know, I don't care. I'm giving my <laughs> stats away, but I'm not a sumo wrestler. Um, but yeah, so I'm about sumo wrestler size for the smallest of the professional wrestlers. Now, obviously a few of the guys are smaller than that, um, but five foot six is very, very short. Uh, for a sumo wrestler, as I said, most of them are very tall uh, because of the ones who are not fat. And you will see some of the wrestlers, they're they're very skinny. I And I'll put up the scatter plot with this blog post because I just got some new stats and I've updated my scatter plot um, to reflect the new weight. You know, their heights haven't really changed, but their weights have changed. A few of them have updated weights. Um, I have a group I call the String Beans, and a lot of them are Mongolian wrestlers. Some of them are Japanese wrestlers uh, that are very tall, but they're not terribly, you know, fat. Um, you see them, and yeah, they're they're kind of lanky, uh, six foot one, six foot two, and uh, somewhat muscular, but not very very muscular, and definitely not fat. And so they tend to be very agile. They do a lot of throws. They don't have a lot of mass. I mean, they do because they're tall and muscular, but um, they're still not very heavy. Uh, but the short guys, they don't have a lot of leverage either way. If you're tall, you know, you can throw somebody. You, you're, I have the higher ground. Um, but, you know, what do you do if you're short? And that's what this giant killer's uh program is about, you know, what, what techniques do they use? How can you get up to that top level when the people that you are wrestling against are, you know, six inches taller and over a hundred pounds heavier. And a lot of times the disparity is a lot more than a hundred pounds. Um, you have like an entire person's worth of weight difference sometimes. Um, Inho, it was Inho Ishiura, who is, I think, about five foot eight or five foot nine. Um, now he's heavier. Inho is like the smallest. He had gotten up to Makuchi. And for a while, the bigger guys didn't know how to deal with him, partly because he would come down really low. He is so small. He moves very, very fast. He was like a leaping flea, I gotta say. Um, and they didn't know how to handle him. They would, he would get under their bellies. I'm sorry. You couldn't see where he was. And this is a big problem. Most of the time, you're not having to look for where your opponent is. They're big guys. You don't have to look. You can just feel. Um, usually you have the tachiai, which is that initial collision between wrestlers. Well, this is one of the things they were talking about because it was Inho, Ishiura, and then Terotsuyoshi. 
And Terenziyoshi is, if I remember correctly, he is the, what's called the Hinka master. Um, Hinka is a move where you basically try to avoid the Tachiai. And you jump to the side in one case. And I, I don't know if I'll be able to find um, the video because a lot of these videos, people will take clips from NHK World Broadcasts or NHK Broadcasts and they will post them on YouTube. But then, of course, they will get taken down very rapidly, depending. Um, there was one where Inho basically jumped in the air and I believe actually it is in the giant killer program because it was so infamous where Inho just jumped and it looked like he was trying to jump over the guy's head it did not work by the way um and everyone's like what the heck was that um another one and I don't think they showed this in the program because this was definitely a total failure on Inho's part but this is what happens sometimes so they were talking about well how do these guys win and they have to win to get up to that high level. Now, they generally are not going to get to Ozeki. They're generally not going, they're definitely not going to get to Yokozuna, but they're generally not getting to the very top, top levels in Makuchi because it is tough to win the tournament. It is very difficult for them to consistently have a winning record. And this is what happened with Inho is... He, you know, had some good wins at the very top level, got into Maegashira, but then, you know, he went up the Banzake a little too high for him, and also the other wrestlers finally figured out how to deal with him, and he really is too light. Um, they just need to get their hands on him, essentially, and they figured out how to deal with him, and one of the matches, Tochi Notion, um, He's from Russian, Georgia. Uh, he just, this was infamous. And this is something, this was not specific to Enho. This is something Tochinoshin loves to do to anybody he can get away with. Uh, and Tochi is very strong. Now he's getting old and broken down, as it were. And we've been seeing him slide down the rankings. And there's a lot of people are going like, is he going to retire? Or, you know, is he hanging in there? And he he's kind of had a little mini comeback and, you know, kind of come on. Ocean Ocean. It's just a lot of these guys, and this is the problem with the really big guys, is they have a lot of injuries, especially around their knees and their ankles. That is a lot of weight, and it's a lot of strain with all that force coming at you in the tachi eye and picking people up and throwing them around. Well, Tochi Ocean grabbed a hold of Inho's Mawashi, which is that belt, and got him on the belt and lift them up into the air. Inho was kicking like a little toddler having a tantrum. I mean, he was just trying to get out of the grip, which he couldn't do. And Tochi Nation just, you know, marched him out of the ring. And that was, yeah, it, it looked ridiculous and everybody was laughing. It was, it was bad. But Tochi Nation has done this to a lot of wrestlers. Now, not that humiliating a way of lifting you way up in the air with your legs kicking, but Tochi Notion has picked up a lot of wrestlers, and this is one of the things he loves to do, is like, you do not let him grab your Mawashi if you can help it. Um, certain wrestlers, they'll get the Mawashi and they throw you. Um, in Tochi Notion's cases, he gets your Mawashi, picks you up, and just carries you out of the ring, because he's so strong, and he will pick up 
some very, very heavy wrestlers. It's just that Inho, of course, is almost no, no weight at all to Tochinoshin, so that he could, of course, pick him way up in the air. But, you know, all he needs is a good grip, and he gets you a few inches off the ground, and you're right out of the ring. Um, in any case, one of the things that the they looked at, they looked at the statistics. It was kind of cool. They do statistical analysis. You have got to see this program. They do a statistical analysis of what kind of matches do these giant killers more often... And it's not just these three guys, but, uh, you know, the, these very small wrestlers. Um, so it's, and I have to be specific, there's a lot of short sumo wrestlers that get massive. And I call them the battle hamsters. Um, they are like roly polies. And, and they look like stereotypical sumo wrestlers, but they are short. And they have an advantage by being massive and low to the ground. And that has a benefit in wrestling. So, you know, you have that, you know, that kind of strategy. They do the pushing, thrusting uh, sumo versus, you know, if you're tall and massive, then you have a bunch of options. You can push and thrust. You can, you know, do throwing uh, sumo where you're, you know, throwing them around. Um, so that there's a lot of options. So Hakaho, who was very tall and, you know, very strong and very massive, it's, he had a lot of options. He had a lot of winning moves. And that's true for most Yokozuna is they're not just going to push and thrust you out. They can meet you at, and do lots of different techniques. And that's what we're expecting in sumo. So for the small guys, they often are having to do very tricky techniques. However, if you look in the statistics, and I don't want to give it away because it's a fun part of the program, they look at what are the winning moves. Um, and there is a dis there are some disparities and there are some similarities of what moves do they win by compared to your normal sumo wrestler. And then what are the disparities in height and weight when they win? Um, and it, I found it very interesting and it made it sense to me, especially since I've seen all three in Ho, Ishiura, and I like Ishiura. Ishiura may be short and he may be light, but what he really is, he's extremely muscular. Um, and then Terutsuyoshi, he's, as I said, he's the Henka master. He Henkas a lot. So he often moves to the side at the Tachiai. Um, and someone was keeping a spreadsheet of this when I was starting to look at the statistics. It doesn't seem to necessarily help him, but frankly, it doesn't seem to make a difference either way. And maybe, you know, he makes the decision, you know, whether to hinka or not. It depends on the wrestler he's up against, perhaps. Um, there's a lot of fans who do not like hinkas. They, they want to see that touchy eye, but it is a legal move. Um, and the first time, actually, this is what got me hooked to sumo the first time I saw it in 1994. It's just I couldn't do anything about it for a couple decades until I had streaming video that I could get, um, you know, sumo coverage as it came out. I saw a sumo match where the, the wrestlers, you know, square up and, you know, they're going to do that initial charge. And one is, you know, he's going full tilt like a bull. And the other guy just steps out of the way and the guy runs out of the ring and he lost. And that's a Henka <laughs> just standing out and the other guy runs out of the ring. And I'm like, what was that? 
and I like what did I just watch and and yes a lot of people like I you know I was cheated this is sucks well the guy who charged out of the ring he should have been paying attention when you've watched enough of these matches you will see some of them they do that charge and then they realize the guy is stepping to the side and then they will recalculate and take care of that you have to pay attention it you deserve to lose if you just rush right out of the ring that's my opinion it's just going like no aesthetically it's not great but it happens the one i remember i saw the slap in the face so to there's there's all sorts of things that people don't like as moves but they're totally legit and totally legal and the wrestlers know them and they know they need to be prepared for them so if they're not prepared they're not paying attention or if they're thinking too much about their tactics and not considering what the other guy might do well it's, it's just like going up against napoleon it's you should have been thinking about it and you should have been paying attention your mind should have been there in the ring in any case uh the the tournament is starting on sunday so uh you know you can watch on nhk world i watch on nato sumo uh on youtube but also through their discord server and there's all sorts of sumo groups on facebook and there's a lot of us on twitter who like to chat and, and you got to be careful <laughs> getting on facebook or twitter um yeah matches will be spoiled if you don't if you're not careful and i'm not careful i don't care about being spoiled because even if you know who's gonna win you don't know like how it goes down so anyway I'll see you next week and maybe I'll talk about death or taxes next time but I do love sumo and it is coming up and I'm trying to get more people to to watch it it's it's a lot of fun as a sport and it's it's not a huge time commitment so come and join me and that's bitten stump death and sumo <laughs> see you next week